We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Johnny B. I'm riveted to the score. It's the last bastion of talk radio because you can just have conversation and you can let people talk and get an opinion. You know, local radio, that's it. Afternoons on the score. Hello there. Hello. What is your name? Bob. Get the hell away. Especially the loser mentality afternoon show. Hello there, Bob. Oh, man. So I'm doing these shows on a Sunday morning. Robbie Triano actually has been producing them for me and doing a great job. And uh, we'll have Shane Reardon back uh, soon, hopefully. But he's a little under the weather. So uh, we'll be conservative with that, obviously. Um, and Speaks is out for the week, going to the islands, going to the Dominican Republic. But Gabe Ramirez will be in the next couple of days. Anthony Heron will be in on uh, Thursday and Friday. Really looking forward. I've never worked with Gabe, so very much looking forward to that uh, the next couple of days. But so I'm doing this show Sunday morning, and I love it. It's fun. I do it just during the playoffs and call it the Parkins playoff show. It's very creative. And I just talk NFL, and I basically, Robbie's always like, who do you want as a guest? I'm like, eh. I'll take care of it. And I just book friends uh, who I want to talk football with, and it's it's a good hang. But we take calls. And I'll be honest, I do it from home. And, you know, I wake up. And it's not hard for me to wake up for these shows anymore ever since I've had kids. But I'm easing into it. I don't, I don't drink coffee. I'm not the most natural morning person. So I'm just kind of like hanging out. And uh, I got a call from a Bob. But not just any Bob. It was Bob and Downers Grove, and Taney, he called this the uh, the matchup of the weekend, which I thought, frankly, was Mahomes v. Josh Allen, but um, it went down on a Sunday morning with me and Bob. We got a Bob who wants to talk Brock Purdy. The thing about Brock Purdy and and you and Spiegel, like, uh, you know, I listen to you guys every day, and, you know, both things are true, basically. Brock Purdy did you know, lead a team down and did all that stuff you said, and you believe that Brock Purdy isn't good. Sure, both of those things are true. But the problem is is your your belief doesn't matter, right? Nobody cares. And football isn't a belief game. All you got to do is watch what's happening. It just drives me insane. All you have to do is watch what's going on in football and don't worry about what you believe because you don't know anything. You You've never – like lined up in a competitively competitively athletic situation in your life. So well, hold like, on a second, Bob. Can I respond anything. and then I'll let you respond? Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Couple things. First of all, have you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I played. Yeah, what, what level of sport did football. you play, Bob? Sure. College football. What level? D three. D three. Okay. So yeah. Congratulations. Not exactly great football. Thank you. All right. All right. So that's part one. He hits me with the I never played a game at any competitive level in my life. He's right. He's absolutely right. Now, personally, I've also never been president of the United States, but I have an opinion on how the president does. This is an opinion business. I've never acted in a movie, but I can tell you who I think is a good actor or a bad actor. 
I've never been a chef, but I can tell you if food is good or not based on my own personal preference. I don't personally think that because you play D3 football, that means that you are some sort of expert over anybody else, personally. Football. What level? D3. D3, okay. So, yeah. congratulations. Not exactly great football. Thank you. <laughs> All right. God. <laughs> Point, Bob. Point to Bob. Point to Bob. Listen, I've got a book coming out this year about D3 basketball in the NBA. It comes out April 16th, Pipeline to the Pros, how D3 small college nobodies rose to rule the NBA. I love D3 sports. I just don't think that because you were a point guard on a D3 team, you necessarily know more about basketball than than anybody else. It's an opinion show. That's ridiculous. Stop it. Like, I think Zach Lowe maybe knows a little bit more than a point guard at Amherst. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think that Mina Kimes knows more about football than Bob and Downers Grove. She didn't play D3 football. It's ridiculous doing these credentials things. We're doing radio, but let's let's continue with Bob. I am not I'm not I'm not talking about what but I'm not talking but, uh, but about But if what you're going to bring up my level of you believe, uh, if you're going to bring up my level of sport and then you're going to come back at me with D3 football. No, but I don't believe that. But I don't believe anything, dude. It's all I All right, but hold on, Bob. Football. What are you doing right now? Like believe. literally the act of what you're doing right now is what? Watching football. <laughs> no, no, no. This exact moment, 8:20 in the morning. Watching, what are you doing? Watching football. Watching football. No, you're not watching football. You're calling a sports radio show, right? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Right. At this exact TV, moment, you're yeah, calling okay, a sports yeah. radio show, and right. you are offering right. what, an opinion? Uh, well, Right, you're giving really. me your opinion, I'm just, right? I'm just, what? This is an what opinion my, that you're giving that belief was, doesn't matter, which, that which four part, weeks change everything? Part of it my my point is this, Bob. Which, Obviously, my opinion doesn't matter to Brock Purdy or who wins or loses the game, Bob. Obviously. Thank you. My point is this, Bob. You're doing exactly what I'm doing. The difference is I'm getting paid how? for it, okay? Like, <laughs> we both have opinions. We call into radio how, shows. How, we watch the games. Exactly we debate them. And then we watch the games. I don't think that me saying Jordan Love sucks made him great. And I don't think me saying Jordan Love sucks means that he actually sucks. I'm just telling you my opinion and trying that's to be that, entertaining. Okay, saying. Bob? That's all I'm that saying. So you have an opinion and I have an opinion. And neither of our opinions mean anything except mine puts the roof over my head that's the difference mine does too i mean your opinion doesn't put the roof over your head is my point and i'm not saying that that makes my opinion better than yours i'm just saying actually yes it actually does but my but i don't but i'm not saying that what you believe affects what what happens i'm just saying you're saying it doesn't matter you are constantly you are constantly you're saying my opinion doesn't matter and it doesn't i agree with you except in the context of what we're doing right now which is hosting a radio show which is all about opinion Danny, I'm not saying what you believe affects the outcome of anything. I'm just saying you are constantly sticking to what you believe in the face of what you're watching. Joe Burrow is the perfect example. Like, you want to call Joe Burrow Are you Burrow really going to live in a world where you think that, Bur- that Joe Burrow is not good and Brock Purdy is? Joe is Burrow that what you're is, saying? Joe Burrow, no. Joe Burrow is a very good quarterback. But unfortunately for Joe Burrow, his biggest problem is that he can't stay on the field, right? Who is the like, better player, Joe Burrow or Brock Purdy. Joe Burrow. Okay, well then what but are I'm we not talking comparing, about? I'm not comparing the two. You, you, you I'm, literally I'm brought saying that you are constantly, you are constantly bringing up Joe Burrow as the example of a generational quarterback. And I am saying he that is. Of, 
No, he's not. You're so stuck on this. Like, if they don't win a championship, they suck. Well, no, dude, I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't say that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, you didn't say. Well, uh, no, you didn't. I, say I literally that, never made that, that point. You, Straw that is, man, no, Bob. I know. I, I, I'm not saying you said that. That is your implication all the time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The whole thing is just wild. So the context here is I had the audacity to say that I am not convinced that Brock Purdy will be the quarterback of the 49ers next year or should be the quarterback of the 49ers next year. But he was the favorite to be the MVP six weeks ago, five weeks ago. Brock Purdy, to my eyes, throws a bunch of interceptable balls that just happened to get dropped. The throw that he had over the middle that Jennings made the leaping catch on was a wild, lucky play where there was an awesome catch. Then on the last drive of the game, he had two nice throws and a nine-yard scramble, and then McCaffrey took it in. But Purdy, to me, is the product of a system. And by the way, there was a story that came out on ESPN in the last week, six days ago, where Brock Purdy said that Kyle Shanahan sat him down last offseason and said, yeah, you're going to be our starter next year unless we can get Brady. So they tried to upgrade from Purdy to a guy in his mid-40s last year. They tried to upgrade from Jimmy Garoppolo. They traded up for Trey Lance. Like They, they are trying to upgrade at quarterback at every turn. And so what I said was, I was like, I watched this guy. He won, but I didn't think they won because of him, and I don't think he's all that impressive. And then... Straw man Bob started yelling at me about Joe Burrow. All right, we'll do we'll do the last part of the call, and then you guys can tell me who won, me or Bob. But only one team wins every year, right? Like, you know, so, I can't get anything so past you. Me, explain to me how Joe Burrow is so generational when he can't even stay on the field for 50% of his career he's missed. Dude, and, and, we like, were not that, talking about Joe dude? Burrow. Like, how is that generational? Oh how God. is it generational? I watched him in college. I watched him get into the AFC yeah. Championship game. We all watched game. him in college, I watched him, win a, I, I watched him get into a Super Bowl, and I watched him take a, a, an organization he, that for a 24-year— he, he won anything? He's won he an won. AFC Championship game. That's not a thing. You either win the Super Bowl or you lose. You make Now, the now playoffs, you're you making the, the argument that the only thing that matters is a championship. Oh, Jesus. No, I, I don't think that. I think you that just, you What are you talking about? Bob, do you have short-term memory loss? That is literally two sentences in a row. You said. A little bit, probably, yeah. Bob, stop drinking. It's too early. Thank you for calling. Jeez. (laughs) I have, like, anxiety re-listening to it. I don't want to do that. That whole thing is so strange. Brock Purdy, man, is a very interesting case study in how people view this thing. 
Kyle Shanahan has been in the Super Bowl. They've been winning double-digit games every year. They've had he's been an MVP candidate. He's a four thousand yard pass. I mean, he's, he checks a lot of boxes, and he still looks to upgrade at quarterback. So I think this relates to the Bears in that if they can look to upgrade at quarterback, the Bears can look to upgrade at quarterback from Justin Fields. Texter says, Parkins, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, would you still say that they should upgrade from Brock Purdy? If they can. Now, if he throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns and no picks the next couple of games, then obviously that opinion will will change. But did Saturday night, not the not the winner or the loser of the game, not the final stat line just looking at the box score, your eyes watching the game, did Brock Purdy look like a good quarterback? Not even a great one, a good quarterback. I think that it was clearly no. You could say it was weather, that that was the only thing, but he plays in San Francisco. He plays outdoors. Like in theory, at some point, he might need to win a road game in Philadelphia or Chicago or Green Bay. Like it, places where it occasionally is not great weather. I just, Kyle Shanahan after the game is like, well, all I could ask for is that, that game-winning drive. You're not telling the truth because you had a quarterback in the Super Bowl and you traded three first-round picks to draft a dude from the FBS in Trey Lance and you drafted him. You made that trade before you even knew who was going to be there. You didn't know if Zach Wilson was going to be there. You didn't know if you were going to take Mac Jones. You didn't know if you were going to take Justin Fields. You didn't know if you were going to take Trey Lance. All that you knew when you made that trade was that it was going to be a quarterback in that draft and it wasn't going to be Trevor Lawrence because you knew he was going to go one. But you were so desperate to upgrade at quarterback that you mortgaged your entire future for it. And you got lucky that Brock Purdy is serviceable. And if Justin Fields would have gone to San Francisco, he'd probably still be their quarterback because it's a much better situation. And Justin Fields is much more talented than Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy's in a, like Brock Purdy is nothing special. He just isn't. And I just, I don't know. People look around and they say, like, you're only talking about guys that have won Super Bowls. I don't think that's true. I do want to hold the Bears to a high, high, high standard at quarterback because that is what allows you to overcome an injury to Debo Samuel or being the most sacked quarterback in the league and winning a Super Bowl like Aaron Rodgers did or having your team in the AFC Championship game when you have the most drops of anybody in the league like Patrick Mahomes, or winning a Super Bowl last year like they did when they lost Tyreek Hill, or being in the NFC Championship game this year when you're the Lions when you've got the 23rd-ranked defense in the NFL. Great offense, great quarterback play can overcome a lot of things. It can overcome a suspect offensive line, a suspect coach, suspect defense, injury, all that stuff. We make too many excuses in this town. Oh, he doesn't have the play caller. Oh, he doesn't have the the perfect center. Oh, he doesn't have the number two wide receiver. Oh, the defense let him down. We got to watch these games over the weekend, see what these teams are, which is good, which is much better than the Bears, but flawed, incomplete, and be like, damn. There's no reason the Bears could not be playing divisional round of the playoffs next year. None. Absolutely none. 
Is the Texans roster much better than the Bears roster? Two through 53? Is it much better? I don't think it is at all. But they have a great quarterback. That is the that is the whole thing. It just, man, very frustrating. Very frustrating to watch those games. And it listen, it, it makes the it makes it all interesting, honestly. Because we can all watch the exact same thing and come with wildly different conclusions. And because some of us played D3 ball, some of us played no ball, some of us are, you know, teachers and lawyers and iron workers or whatever, and we're not actually making the hirings and the firings, like all of our opinions count for the exact same. And it's just the debate and fodder and the world goes round. But it's wild to me that people could watch that Brock Purdy game against the Packers and be like, yep, that's the guy. Bob, do you have short-term memory loss? That is literally two Kinda. sentences in a row. You said. A little bit, probably. I might have it, too. But he literally said, I make it to be like championships win everything. And then he was like, eh, Burrow winning an AFC championship game is not a thing. Like That doesn't matter. Also, for the people at home, this was at 8 in the morning. Yeah, dude, it was way too early. It was way too so early. So Bob won, right? I think he might have won. What do you think, Tanny? I mean, he was up watching football. He was. He's a football guy. I'm real, watching real it. football guy. Yeah, man. Watch it. Also, he's getting paid for his opinion that we don't know what he's yeah. getting paid for. I want to listen to his podcast. Is Bob, oh, is that what it is? I was, like, I was wondering if Bob's like a, like a high school football coach or something like that. Yeah, he said his opinion put his roof over his head. Right. Yeah, no, I don't know. He's like a judge. His opinion. <laughs> <That's didn't>, <laughs> <laughs> he's deciding the lives of many people. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I, I should have followed up. <laughs> it was the one thing we didn't learn about Bob and Donner's Grove. So anyway. Give us a call, Bob. We got to know. We got to know how your uh, opinion is putting roofs over your head. All right, let's take some calls here. 312-644-6767. Pat, Cedar Lake. What's up? You're on the score. What's up, Dan? What's up, Danny? How you doing? Good, man. Um. So, yeah, in terms of Justin Fields, well, first of all, yeah, you, you, you won that, Danny. Bob, Bob the Clown. Oh, wow, thanks, that was, uh, that, I, 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 was, was I wasn't here, terribly man. concerned, wow. but thank you. No, but <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of the Bears and Fields and the, you know, the, the hiring and all that, I, I just don't think it truly matters. Um, and the reason is because they failed already at the top with Eberflus and maybe not Poles, but I mean, let just take a look at the Packers and what they're doing. And it, it starts at the top. And I think Poles told you everything you need to know when end of this season, he says Eberflus is the guy. Okay, Eberflus is your guy, defensive, not an offensive mind, and definitely not a great offensive mind like a Sean McVay, the Matt LaFleur, the Andy Reid. And I mean, I think there's a really good example there. And you see, you know, they get LaFleur, okay, in 2019. I don't think it was by coincidence at all that him and Gudikins came together and got Jordan Love in 2020. I think it was LaFleur sitting down saying, hey, this is the offense we need to run. It's not going to work with Rodgers. He's getting older, and they had the mind to go find the right talent. You look what they did this year in the draft, and that's what the, the biggest point I wanted to make was it goes even deeper than just how's the Bears offense going to look next year. You got to look at the draft. You know, like now you got Poles, who is still to be determined what he can do, and you got the guy like Eberflus in the room, who's not the greatest offensive mind by any stretch. <laughs> no. And whoever this Joe – whoever Joe Guy is that they hired, because you might as well call him Joe Guy, because I just don't think it matters, honestly. So you got two sets of eyes in the room that can't identify great talent like other teams can, like 
well, pair, like a guy. But like but but do you, do you do you think that like, polls can't evaluate great talent? Because he's the one who's making the decision on quarterback. I mean, yeah, he, he's also the one making the decision on head coach, and he goes with Eberflus. So I he, think it just like I said, I think that says everything you need to know. Like clearly, he doesn't care. I mean, if he wanted an offensive guru, or not even that, just a great offensive mind, Eberflus would be gone. He thinks no, Eberflus he, is the guy. Yeah. I listen. I agree. I that 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 surprises me, Pat. I appreciate the call. It confuses me. I think the first time it was arranged marriage, and now he's going with continuity. I also think it's in play that he doesn't have the full green light to pay Ben Johnson what it's going to take to get him here, or pay Jim Harbaugh what it's going to take to get him here because of the handcuffs that the ownership puts on him. You know, and that's just a theory. But if Ben Johnson is three or four teams that want to hire him and top NFL coaches make 20 million bucks a year, which is what Peter King told us, you think that the McCaskies are going to pay Matt Eberflus's entire salary, his entire staff salary to not work for two years and pay out 20 million bucks for a head coach who's got offers from multiple different teams? Maybe, maybe not. Listen, I disagree with the Eberflus decision. I'm on the record with that. Fine. But personnel-wise, his main job is to draft, trade, scout, that sort of thing. That's the main job. He seems better at it than most. And so I think that's where hope lies for the Bears. Like The thing is, man, this is – and I've made this point before. This is not a bad situation to be in. You've got – a lot of good young talent on the team with a lot of resources to add to it. You absolutely can be playing this weekend next year in the NFL. Two top 10 picks, including the opportunity to upgrade significantly at quarterback, or if you choose not to, the opportunity to add way more picks to build around a good starting caliber player at quarterback plus top 10 cap position. Either way, Bears are going to be good next year. Either way, expectations are going to be for the Bears to win nine or more games. And if you win nine or more games, you make the postseason. And if you make the postseason, anything can happen. If you're playing well at that time, if you're healthy, if you get a particularly good matchup. Like, I think the Bears are going to be a playoff team next year. I absolutely think that. So I might disagree with... Retaining Eberflus, I have convictions on Caleb. I think they should trade Justin. You know what I mean? But either path, I think the Bears will be a – should be, for next year. Now, my thing is more about five, ten years down the road. But I think that they, for next year, are in a really good spot in either scenario. We got more people who want to weigh in. I want to talk about how you dealt with rooting for or against the Lions. I know how you handled the Packers. But this Lions thing, man, whew. the Bears keep making the comp that they're going to be the Lions. It's a really damn likable team. It's weird to have football jealousy of Detroit. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.